Welcome to the Faithful 31 Moms podcast. I'm your host, Mallory Allen. Whether you find yourself in the joys or the messes of mom life, we want to encourage you to remain faithful as you join us every Wednesday in creating a community of real moms, real stories, and real truth based on the Word of God. Welcome to the Faithful 31 Moms podcast. I'm your host, Mallory Allen. And today we're welcoming back Darlene Brock. Welcome back, Darlene. Oh, Mallory, it's good to be back with you. Thanks so much for coming back and interviewing with me again. If you missed last week's interview episode with Darlene, you need to go back and catch up because she was talking with us about raising her own two girls and just gave us so much realistic and practical advice and encouragement. Darlene is a woman, I said last week, of many hats. She is a mom. She is a wife. She's an author of a book called Raising Great Girls and a co-podcast host of the Grit and Grace Life podcast. So you will have to go check her out. I will have her website, thegritandgraceproject.org, in the show notes of this episode as well as last week's episode. So you can check her out and get this book because it is a wonderful book. Today, we're going to focus on two major topics. I told Darlene, I called her, I like to do a little pre-interview. We didn't actually get to meet face-to-face. So the other day on the phone, I said, what is the Lord laying on your heart? What would you like to talk about? And so she instantly told me, I was really impressed. She's like, I have two major topics that I want to go into. Letting go of perfection and then raising a daughter in a filtered world like we live in. And so... I told her I was just typing away, trying to type down her notes. And so I just want to dive in today. And Darlene, you encouraged us last week, and I know you want to encourage moms even more today, that you don't have to be perfect. So talk with us about that. Take the pressure off. Oh, I think you start motherhood thinking, I'm going to figure this out. And Mallory, it's even worse today because you have social media and the internet telling you Mm -hmm. what your child should eat what they should look like, what they, what schools they should go to or not go to school. You should stay at home. You should go to work. You should, you know, just the list. There's somebody that's telling you something Mm -hmm. that is the way to be the perfect mom. And I think it's overwhelming because, you know, most mothers come into it going, I want to do a good job. I want to make this work. And before I started this, I had all kinds of ideals on how it could happen. And then it falls apart. Everything that you thought before you had daughters <laughs> is not necessarily what applies to your daughter. And if you have two of them, as I did, it applied differently to each. So I had to change even what I did between them. So I had to just start, Mallory, and I want all moms to start by, I think I mentioned last time, lower the bar. I mean, that sounds like something you don't want to do, but you do. You want to lower the bar and say, I'm not going to be perfect at this, but I am going to give it my best. I am going to be the best mom I can possibly do. And when I make a mistake, I'm going to be okay with that. And apologize. Sometimes I think my kids get floored when I say, you know what? I was wrong. Like, I'm sorry about that. I think sometimes my seven-year-old will look at me like, what? You can do things wrong too? (laughs) (laughs) No, and that's a wonder. That's great, Mallory, because we need to do that. If we're teaching our our children anything, it's to say, you need, there are times you need to apologize and I'm not exempt from that. So I'm going to do it by example. 
Yeah, I have caught him off guard for sure a few times with that. But in your book, Raising Great Girls, you said whether the girls who are in your life came through marriage, foster care, adoption, or by birth. I love that because it could be all different situations with our listeners. Mm -hmm. A mother's hope and desire is to raise them to be great ones. Girls who have the grit to get through life with perseverance, standing up for themselves as well as others, also possessing the grace that they need to live each day with kindness, compassion, and understanding. They will not be perfect, and like we said, we're not going to be perfect as moms, nor will they be problem-free. They will be challenging, illogical, willful, and some days simply confusing. They will also be wonderful, delightful, a treasure, offering a relationship that will surpass most others in your life. That is, what a testimony. That is a real life mother's love for her girls right there in a in a little paragraph. I, I think that that is so neat. Where were you at when you were writing this book? Like what age were they when you wrote that? Was it recently? Uh, yeah, well, it was probably about eight years ago when I did this and they, they already were adult children. I kind of had this philosophy, Mallory, I had to get through it before I could understand how to do it. <laughs> and it, it kind of worked out that way. Um, you know, and two, I, I knew I was at least cognizant enough to know that I would hit some bumps along the way and learn how to get past those bumps and then see the results. And you know, the results for me and my daughters are we have an amazing relationship and I am so proud of who they are. They are strong women. They are kind women. They are loving women, but they only got there by doing some things that were not always their best decisions or by, you know, making some judgment calls or entering some things that weren't in their best interest or for their benefit but then I watched them work through those and at the other end they became stronger they became kinder they became more compassionate and understanding and it made them what they are today so if they had not gone through, through that and I had not walked alongside them through that both of us imperfectly so they wouldn't be the women they are now mm. That's, that's a great word. And, you know, you talked to me about how as you were watching your girls, as you were listening to them, as you were, you know, bringing the ones to your house that, you know, bringing their friends to your house and even some that you probably weren't crazy about, friends that they had and things like that, but you wanted to be involved. You wanted to be all in in what they were doing, even if they didn't like it. And you shared that with us last week. And something that you said was your girls are watching you, probably even when they are not admitting it or they don't like to say that they are. They're watching their moms probably from elementary age all the way through adulthood, and they're battling what they should do, like based off of how they're watching you, the influence that you are on their life, but also what the media is telling them that they should be, what the world's telling them that they should be. There's just so much struggle there. And then also, you know, we want to be that influence that tell, is telling them what God has made them to be and how they are special and made in his image. And so it's just so many things pulling at them. And 
So I know that you had said the second thing that you really wanted to tell moms was how you can do this well, how you can be that good and positive influence for them when the media is trying to pull them the other way. Can you share with us about that? And you called it living in a filtered, filtered world with daughters. Yeah. And I think the first, what you just said, Mallory, the first place is moms have to be comfortable with themselves. We have to actually think we don't need a filter on our selfies when we post our family, or we don't need to make sure they're all smiling exactly right. If your child sticks out their tongue, that's your child. That's fine. (laughs) You know, you have to be comfortable with you. And especially with daughters, they'll listen to what their moms say. If their moms say, oh, does this make me look fat? Or if their moms say, oh, you know, I'm looking really rough today, or, you know, I wish I could lose this 10 pounds, whatever, they're hearing all of those things. So they're seeing their mother say, she is not good enough. She does not fit the right mold. She does not look the way she thinks you should look. So what about me? Mm-hmm. And I think it's really important first and foremost to, you know, be confident in yourself, be confident in who you are and realize that strong women, amazing women come in all shapes, sizes, colors, you know, everything. Mm -hmm. And it's not in how they look, it's in who they are. Mm -hmm. That they are, like we talked about, my, my great grandmother and my husband's grandmother, those women were strong women. Yes, indeed. They, they wrinkled. They, you know, my, my many, many mom's hands were age spotted, but she was the most beautiful woman I've ever known. And if we can translate that to our children, to our daughters, especially that that's what real beauty is. Real beauty is found in strength. Real beauty is found in being able to face difficult things, to grow through them, to learn through them, to become better, to become more Christ-like because of your life experience. That's beauty. Mm -hmm. And take away the the world's version of beauty and say, that's not really what it looks like. And I'm going to live, be a living example of what that means. Yeah. Wow. I really love that. My mom actually last year had a, um, a brain tumor and lived through that and had surgery and had a big scar and lost some of her hair and all those things. And I watched her go through that. And even as an adult woman, 32 year old woman, I still was learning from her, like just what you're saying, that she was becoming more Christ-like, that her strength was showing through. And I thought she looked more beautiful than she ever had before, you know? And I know that, even when teenage girls or little elementary age girls look at their moms, they're thinking those things too, even if they're not able to communicate them like an adult would be able to, like I just did, you know, but they are watching. And I know I watched my mom. And if she ever said something like that, I mean, I, I would have definitely paid attention if she would have been like, Oh, I'm, I look terrible today or I look awful or I wish I could lose some weight. You know, if she was surrounded by that negativity, I think I would have easily picked that up as well. So I, I really do think that that is a huge way to be an example to your girls. 
Let me tell you another one, Mallory, I think matters is let your daughters be who they are. You know, in today's um, media platform and the whole selfie generation, there's mm -hmm. kind of a monolithic look that every young female thinks they need to have. And, you know, I tell the story in my book about my youngest, who she is an original, always has been her whole life. <laughs> and she wanted to dye her hair pink in elementary school. And I did it. And she would, you know, we dyed her different places. She chose how to do it, what it was going to look like. And I did it. And she would, she was such an original. My husband, I would take our eldest to middle school. My husband would take our youngest to elementary. I would go to the office first after dropping off my youngest or my eldest. And Dan would call me and say, Chelsea has the cat glasses that don't have lenses in it. She's borrowed your Lauren's shirt and these <laughs> animal print pants and she wants to go to school. And I'm like, that's fine. Let her go. Let her go. And he'd go, all right. And we had a a teacher's aide who would take Chelsea from room to room to show all the teachers what Chelsea wore that day because it was so darn entertaining. <laughs> but what I, you know, by reinforcing that's who my daughter is, I helped her be comfortable with being exactly who she is. And I think that's really important as moms. We need to let our kids be creative in their within their, what they love, what they want to wear. You know, you want them to be modest. You want them to be thoughtful of that. But, you know, if they want to dress a little bit bizarre, there's really nothing wrong with that. <laughs> I love that. My sister's an art teacher, so I definitely can remember some outfits that she wore. Too. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Well, I um, wanted to close with a quote from your book, Raising Great Girls, and then let you share any closing thoughts or scriptures that you had. But you said, I can assure you that there will be both success and failure, but I'm living proof to tell you this. Mom, your goal can be accomplished and your hope can be realized. I love that. That's such a neat way to say that. You won't raise perfect daughters, but you will raise great girls who will make a difference in the world in which they live. You will be proud of them, admiring many of their traits and all of their abilities and encouraged by their passions and compassion. I think that is a beautiful way to just end how you said just to love who your girls are. Let them be them. I think that is it's just, it's kind of, it's kind of freeing and releasing to think about God made your kids special, exactly who they were supposed to be. And you should embrace that. Oh, for sure. And I think on the last uh, interview we did, Mallory, you know, we referred to the first Corinthians text and, you know, in it, it says that it love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. I think as a mom, you kind of need to shift it around to endures all things, bears all things, believes all things, and hopes all things. Because in the end, that hope will indeed come to life. It really will be walking in your child as an adult and seeing that the fact that you embraced that particular scripture to love them no matter what, then all of a sudden you go, they love people no matter what. They really do. They are really compassionate, strong women. And, you know, the first time 
one of them picked and both of them have done this one of them picked up the phone knowing that i was facing some kind of challenge and called me and said how are you mom i'm like wow that's a role reversal <laughs> and yet, and yet i went thank you lord that they are young women who would pick up the phone and say how are you mom i did something right mm. yeah that, I've done that to my mom before too. And she was like, that is so weird that you're the one like counseling me. That's right. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us again today, Darlene. It has been such a pleasure getting to know you better and laughing with you and hearing the different challenges that you shared with us and encouragement that you've shared. I hope that all of you moms that are raising girls have been encouraged and have been challenged in the way that you are raising your girls to be great girls, to be godly girls, to one day be godly women. And so I just want to thank you again, Darlene, for sharing with us. And I want you all to go online to her website. That's thegritandgraceproject.org and check out all the things that she has to offer. She has a podcast. She has a book that we've been talking about, Raising Great Girls, that you can purchase there. I'm going to include that link on our show notes at faithful31moms.com. So thank you so much for being with us today. Oh, it's been a pleasure, Mallory. And thank you all for listening. Please go follow us everywhere at faithful31moms and share our podcast on faithful31moms.com for all of your friends that have girls. And if you're like me and you have only boys, I know some friends that I want to share this with, or maybe you were raised with all brothers and now you find yourself raising only girls or working with men and now raising girls like Darlene did. So share this with somebody today. Encourage them. Give them this challenging word that Darlene has shared with us. And I hope that you all have a blessed day. Faithful 31 Moms is produced in association with Love Worth Finding Ministries built on the profound biblical teaching of Pastor Adrian Rogers. Please visit our website, faithful31moms.com, for all interview show notes. And follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Faithful31Moms. That's faithful31moms.com.